Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, uh, uh, here broadcasting uh, on uh, WATD. We're very happy to be here. WMEX uh, carrying us at the same time here. Thanks to Ben and all the boys down there. But uh, Reach Across America also does a great job and uh, rebroadcasts us twice a week. Uh, I think it's Wednesday at 6 o'clock and uh, uh, on Monday at 6 o'clock and Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Eight o'clock I believe. That's the Reach Across America Network and... Uh, uh, would like to have you, uh, you know, go uh, uh, listen to that if you, if you, if you think you're missing something here at the show. But then we rebroadcast on our podcast, VeteransVoiceNetwork.org. So I've been meaning to get that out. Wolfie talks about fabric every week, and and that's the fabric of where we are and how you can find us. And uh, does AT do used to do a couple? Do they still redo us? Oh, they they talk about this show many many times during the week. Yeah, and we're just and now. Uh, uh, and then we get cable, cable uh, TV. Marshfield Cable TV yep. plays us every week. They play our, mm-hmm. uh, our show two or three times a week. But then they also leave it online, Wolfie. Not that you and I could find it. Thanks, thanks for letting the boys and I know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't listen. To yeah, that. Well, we'll it's go not to the driving. You can't get it. No, we'll go to the the Braintree Twin Driving uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 wait for the special feature. You know, some of our crew still have the speakers. <laughs> Scotty, we can't help what we are. You know. Some, you, can, you can run, but you can't hide. Some of our guys still have speakers in the back of that car with the broken when they drove off. With when them. they drove off, everybody. Everybody. And I got one in my trunk, so when I go to the car show, I do pull it out and I put it there. And more people walk up and say they're their grandson or great-grandson. Do you know what that's for? You know, that was a movie speaker. Now they broadcast it over, I think, over the radio. Now, yeah, now they use the radio. I know. It, it's not like the old speaker. No. Oh, God. No, there was nothing well, like I, your I, battery going dead at uh, oh, Wake Up, Little well, Susie, Wake excuse. Up. Yeah. <laughs> that was the excuse. Uh, battery's dead. Yeah, the battery's dead. I, I, I gonna, you know what? That really... Oh, that's another that's story another for story another, another day. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Gino, you know that. You know that. But uh, just one positive note uh we're actually driving uh to the studio and it's still a little bit light i know i came in today and i could see the street oh boy what a <laughs> what a what a pleasure nothing worse than the uh-huh. than the lights blinding you uh-huh. as, as you get to our age but uh uh here tonight we're uh we're, we're very honored to have finally lassoed uh, uh one of my buddies we see each other at all the events and try to get together but uh finally we're here now with uh a super important project. Uh, uh, welcome, Scott Peter. Uh, tell, t- welcome, Scott. Welcome to Veterans Voice. Thank you, Greg. I'm glad to be here. Uh, like you said, we've been trying to get this together for about a year and a half now. Yeah. We keep bumping into each other at every veterans event, and you know, you, you keep telling me I got to come in. And we had a date scheduled, and then I think my son got sick or yeah. something like that, and I yeah. couldn't come in. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm just glad I can be here. So well, I appreciate it. Th- thanks a lot for for coming in. You're an you're an important uh, cog in the puzzle. So, uh, a little bit about your history, Scott, before we get into uh, what you do. 
Uh, sure. So I am. Uh, I'm a former Army Black Hawk pilot. Uh, flew with the Army over in Iraq. We were deployed December '03 to February '05. You know, got back and I said, "Okay, that that's enough. I've got young kids. I want to actually be here and see them grow up." So I got out, uh, and then I continued as a helicopter pilot until 2015 and. Uh, 2015, the FAA doctor said, yeah, no more who, flying. Who were you helicoptering for, if I could ask? I uh, did some civilian contract work and, uh, you know, government contract type work. Yeah. And um, and then I worked for Boston Med Flight. Oh, oh Down wow. at a Plymouth oh, Airport. Wow. And then, uh, so in 2015, I, I couldn't fly anymore. And the VA said, hey, we broke you, we'll fix you. And, uh, you know, I said, I have no idea what I want to do. And eventually we settled on lawyer. So they sent me to law school. And with Voc Rehab, they paid the bill. And after law school, I found a job with an organization called Veterans Legal Services here in Boston. It's a 501c3 that provides civil legal services to uh, homeless and low-income veterans throughout Massachusetts. We just had the VASH folks on, I think, two weeks ago. Yep. Good Sue, group. Sue Price and all that. They're from down the... Brockton area, I think. Uh, we have them on once or twice a year for the last five. Uh, uh, we're on the year for ten years now, so about seven or eight years now. We've gone through uh, Stacy Berry to Susan Price and a, lo- a lot of great folks. So, so you 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 are a a five hundred one c three, like you said. Yes. And and, and uh, what's the main em- emphasis uh, of of, of who do you help the most, Scotty? Well, our criteria, they have to meet our income limits, and then uh, they have to be a Massachusetts-based veteran. Okay. And Veterans Legal Services uses the term veteran very, very loosely. It's basically, did you ever serve in the military? We've had people come in that they were in for 30 days and got discharged. Uh, so it's it's really not that very strict criteria. Uh, that you'll see in some other definitions of a veteran. But um, <clears throat> with that said, you know, in order to get our services, they have to come in and be referred through their VA care provider uh, or okay, through one so of our other clinical programs. So it's definitely VA, you, you're definitely tied to the VA. We're tied to the VA. We have some other programs out there through Volunteers of America, uh, the SSVF housing funding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they partner with a lot of the shelters and things like that. So, so the veterans, uh, in order to get some help, they would have to reach out to their local VSO first of all. Correct? Uh, not necessarily their VSO. Their VSO can put them in touch with us. We do work with the local VSOs. Okay. Uh, it is. It would be for the clinics that I run out of the Brockton VA campus, and we have another one at the Bedford VA campus. It would be a referral through their VA care team. There's there's a social worker somewhere in that care team, uh, but nurses can do the referral as well. Okay. And they fill out our referral form, and then they'll send that over to us, and then we put them into our system, and we try to prioritize based on urgency of need and things like that. Sure, sure. And, and, and this is uh, uh, help for veterans and their family members as well? Yes. Oh, well, it's for the veteran. Yeah is what we have to do. But sometimes there is some bleed over into helping their family, depending on uh, on the situation. I, the One thing I learned in law school is the most honest answer is it depends. 
Oh, <laughs> so um, you know, people come to you with a question, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. you know, what would happen in this scenario?" It depends. It depends. So every case is weighed individually. Yes. Yeah. Every every case is very fact specific. Uh, you know, have I helped widows? Absolutely. Uh, you know, do does it normally fit our criteria? No, but we raise those up to higher, and I let the people up above me make the decision: yes or no. Sure. Uh, you know, and that's that's how I handle that. And yeah, how long have you been with Veterans Legal Services, Scott? Since, uh, gosh, uh, last week was my three-year anniversary. Oh, very nice! Congratulations. Thank you. Good job. I'm sure you you're, you're learning a lot as you go along about what you can do and what you might not be able to do. Yeah, you know, with any job, you, you kind of learn learn the folks. Yeah. Um, you know, but what I do is pretty much the same. I do We do a lot of family law. We do a lot of eviction defense. Uh, we do some Social Security, some wills, trusts, and estates. Uh, but I always say the... The story I see the most is, you know, a veteran will come into me and they'll say, hey, I, I've got an issue with my child support. I can't pay my child support. Like, okay, so that, that's what's on the form in front of me. Yeah. They come in, they sit down with me, and I chat with them a little bit. And, okay, well, why can't you pay your child support? Or why can't you pay your rent? It why depends. Are you, why are you being your... It depends. Um, <laughs> but a lot of times what I see is... The legal issue they come in with is a symptom of the problem. It's not the problem. Usually the problem is undiagnosed, untreated PTSD or some other mental health component that has then spiraled out of control with self-medication, which has caused the family problems, which caused the divorce, which caused the need for the child support. Now loss loss of job. Now they're in an apartment and they can't afford their rent anymore because now they've been, you know, involuntarily committed to a, a psych facility somewhere, and now they're out of work or they can't pay their child support. And or they don't have transportation even to get to work. Right. Or because they haven't paid their child support, their license has been revoked. Oh, that's that'll that'll help them out a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that's, that's one. <laughs> that's why I, I, I understand. <laughs> I, I understand the Department of Revenue has to enforce the child support, and there is a reason for that. And it, it you know, it, it absolutely is in the best interest of the children. But I don't think revoking a driver's license and keeping somebody from being able to go to work is should be the first step. No. But usually, by the time the folks come with a, come to us, they've had that opportunity to have that conversation and just couldn't. It's not that they wouldn't have that conversation and work out a payment plan. Because you know, Department of Revenue will work out a payment plan and avoid taking that drive. They don't want to do that, but they have to get your attention. Yeah. Um, and well, that, and we at this point, yeah. we have to get our, our advertisers' attention, oh, that's our right, sponsors. Yeah. I attention. could talk for a while. Yeah. Right? Well, we'll we'll just throw up the uh, the signal here now, and uh, why don't we have Larry? Why don't we take it away for our first break, and we'll come back uh, after a couple of brief messages to learn some more about Scott and. Uh, What's going on with the Veterans Voice world in the next couple of weeks? So take it away, lad. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here with Scott uh, Pitter. We're talking about uh, Veterans Legal Services. And uh, 
how sometimes you get into a spiral and you spiral down and you spiral down and and all of a sudden you're ready to hit uh, hit bottom. Well, there's folks like Scott out there with Veterans Legal Services that might have some answers. And uh, we're talking about the the type of services that they offer and uh, um, how how folks would get to you. But Scott, there really has to be some underlying services prior to them getting to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's uh, like. I know this this broadcast goes nationwide, but here in Massachusetts and a lot of other states have have very similar support networks where here every community, every municipality, every city and town has a local veterans agent. If you're in that situation, reach out. That veterans agent, their job is to get you in touch with all of the different support networks that can help you. Their job is to find every possible way to help you. And, they're, they're, and they seem to be getting a lot of training yes. in, in that manner now, much more so than yeah. what Justin and I were used to seeing even 10 years ago. Yeah. Yes. There, yeah, there's a whole, been a whole transformation of, uh, of, of, of excellent training that's been provided by the Commonwealth of Mass. You know, oh, when you're absolutely. seeing younger, we were talking earlier, you're seeing younger veterans who have the technology and have more skills. They're coming with backgrounds like yourself with the law or social work backgrounds. They're coming where they have more skills and more tools to help a veteran out there. You know, and one, one, once again, here's Scott, a veteran that, that's come back into the veterans world. So you could maybe make a couple more bucks putting up a shingle, you know, uh, <laughs> in downtown Brockton, you know, and just taking and working. But uh, uh, you found a, a, a home here with the, with the veterans. Yeah, yeah, I, I jokingly say this is the least amount that I've been paid in 20 years. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, 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 we're, we're, in the yeah. Same, we're in the same boat here. Greg and I, we're one step ahead of you. It yeah. actually costs us a lot of money. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. nice. well, You've got a way to go to catch yeah. up to Greg and I. All right, I won't complain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it depends. Yeah, yeah, it depends. Talking about guys, we got to shout out to Jimmy Richmond. He's listening to us. He's God in the hospital. You, so he's, you know, he's he's kind of get down on some stuff. So he's he's bouncing back because uh, we need him. So, Jesus, Jimmy, we're thinking yeah. about you, we're talking about you, and we're talking about your back, too, but what, what the hell? It's most yeah, we'll of say the good. same thing to <laughs> your same thing. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. This That's story a standard doesn't joke. Change. Poor Jimmy spends all his time uh, protecting <laughs> me. I said, I wish my friends would talk behind my back because they tell me to my face. Yeah. So, yeah. Jimmy, we're just trying to make you laugh. We love your brother, so get up and get going so you can come here and yeah. defend yourself against all this crap. Yeah, we got the uh, we got the food drive uh, coming up next week, Jimmy, so... Uh, you know, we need you, and we were talking to Scott a little while ago about the food drive, and uh, when we started, we opened up at uh, noontime, and we went from uh, 12 o'clock till 2 o'clock, and then all of a sudden, people showed up at 11.30. Okay, well, we'll get the people in at 11.30. Then they showed up at 11 o'clock, and now it's 10.30, and, and we have a line at 10.30 waiting, and now by... 11, 30, 12 o'clock, we've given away 6,000 pounds of food. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's amazing. It's, uh, we've been, we, we, like I do anything, uh, just watching the, the volunteers, the way they separate everything. Wolfie uh, uh, has a trailer full of food that we, uh, we, we put the strong arm on anybody that'll uh, 
listen to us? We just got a call from listening to ATD, ADD. What, what, I'm ADD. Yeah, <laughs> WATD, Wolf. WATD. I'm not ATD, I'm AAA. I can't wait to get to the D. Yeah. Um, just called up. They got the growing all the, the vegetables and stuff. He said he heard us on the radio. He's got some stuff. I'm stopping there Wednesday. Where's that from? I'm Plymouth. Oh, really? What What is he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We uh, love those guys. Oh, my gosh. So Justin knows, knows all those yeah, guys. Yeah, well, he's McDonough and, and what's his name? Is he and Brian? Brian here all the time. So yeah. I said, well, I said, you have to be oh. nice to us because the voice in the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so they have a new kid there who's terrific. He was a veteran. You know, he was struggling, and now he's great. And uh, Rose, he's he's running that whole program. So he heard about it on the radio. Nice. We called him up, and he said, all the stuff you want, come down. So I said, I'll come Wednesday because we're yeah. going to give it yeah. out on Thursday. Day. Yeah, and he said we'll do it every month, and then in the summer we're going to have all the squash and How the perfect. cucumbers, whatever it is. What, what a what a what so a the great, radio station. Is, oh man, that's the wonderful. Stupid program wow. works. Wow, it freaking works. Wow, it's unbelievable. Every, every, every once in a while we. Uh, by accident, what's the blind man can get? Lettuce. I didn't get nuts. I was looking for nuts. I got lettuce. Yeah, lettuce. Oh, <laughs> well, what the hell? That's squash. All right. Whatever we can get. Whatever so, we can get, but so that's Rose's, part of the. Thank you. That, that's the miracle of this whole silly thing. That's nothing. It's not nothing. This is a big damn deal. And unfortunately, there's um, there's more problems with food insecurity and less money available at the big food pantries, the Boston food banks. It, it's tough. So we're we're scrambling, yeah, we're really doing scrambling. whatever we can. I just, I just want to mention, uh, Wolfie. If if all you have is lettuce, you can always make. Um, Honeymoon salad. Honeymoon salad. Okay. Let us alone. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an oldie but goodie. Now, hey, when, and when is, when is the food drive? The food drive is next, next Thursday. Thursday. Next Thursday. And what's the date on that? Next Thursday is the 9th, I believe. Uh, maybe so. the 8th. Yeah. Whatever it is, next Thursday. Uh, maybe so the, today, 8th. the 8th. So today the 8th. is... Oh, no. It usually looks like it's two weeks into it, and this looks like it's one weekend because today is the 1st. So that's why it's next week. There you go. So everybody, pay attention. I got. I'm mixed up. I don't have my eye blotter. I I can't tell oh, when it is. So whenever it is, it's a week from today. Yeah, there be you know. there. So and it's so a week from today. Hey, folks, if you want to volunteer, yeah, show up about nine thirty, yeah. and and just uh, uh, Wolfie's sister Kim. She's the little field general. She's down there telling everybody what to do, and 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 it's just a matter of. Of filling boxes and filling bags, and then just being nice to people when they drive up. Uh, and That's why they don't like Greg and I are in the back. They just <laughs> yeah, they tell us to up. go away. And and they just drive up the people. Greg figured this out on day one for COVID, and we kept it in place. People don't even get out of the car. They just drive right up. They say, how many people in the family? How many families? No one listens. We fill the whole car up. Yeah. And the only question that we actually ask if you have pets, a cat or a dog, and then we give them cat and dog food. So they don't even get out of the car. We get a couple of hugs and stuff, but they drive right A couple of punches. We, yeah, they pull yeah. my hair. Yeah, yeah we we'll call them hugs, but actually it's just a soft punch. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? The World War II guy. He yells at me for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. You didn't give him enough. What's his name? Says, give me some food. The car's so full, I can't see out. You don't give me anything, Wolfie. Give me more food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, you know, so we see the same, a lot of the same folks week by week. And what we do, Scott, is is although we first aimed it just at veterans, we, we now have added to include all civilians as, oh, as well. Anybody that's in need. Um, and where is this? It's right, right outside the station. Right. It, we've set up some cones. 
We have a couple of signs. We have a blimp flying. No, we really don't have a blimp. Uh, we, we've been letting Goodyear. We need Goodyear. a helicopter with some red, white, and blue yeah, smoke. Yeah, do you know anybody we can get a helicopter from? <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Put me on the spot now. Uh-oh. Fly over. Uh-oh. uh-oh. We'll talk off you. For July 13, maybe a little uh, maybe a little flyover, uh, perhaps. Uh, Be like Murdoch. Along with the, with the, with the Navy SEAL leapfrog team. Just don't hit the parachuters. Yeah, uh, yeah you're, you're not asking for too much. No, no. not at all. Hey, <laughs> I, we've had a train. We, 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 we've had a, 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 an we airplane. We got the Huey. We got the yeah. airplane. We, we, got got a, we got a helicopter. We got a Huey that, that we bring to the, mm-hmm. uh, to the event. It's going to be on July 13th. And we got a wall. Quincy. Down the street. We, we got a wall. I mean, That's... why not? Yeah. Why, why not? We've had a battleship. Keep asking for you know. We we uh, we we, yeah. we took over the battleship Massachusetts and had a, a spectacular yeah. six hour hoot nanny of music and food. The problem was getting up the damn gangplank. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. They've re- yeah that's all been refurbished, which is nice now. Has it? Yeah, they've done a nice job. Oh, because we had still one, under construction. We but. had one kid, Alexander Freeman, uh, Feldman. I'm sorry. Uh, no, Freeman. He's a um, he's a, a a movie producer with cerebral palsy. What 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 a story he he has, but we had to carry his motorized wheelchair yeah. up the gangplank. And if so it's we, high tide, oh yeah. oh <laughs> man, I don't know how we got down. Yeah. I, we just pushed him and, and got out of the way, you know. But uh, so we've what the heck, Scott? We can they can only say no. That's it. They can only say no, but J- uh, just don't land on the lettuce, the new fresh lettuce that we're getting. So the address is there is one thirty Enterprise Drive, Marshfield. Yeah. And it's right off. You got to be in line by ten thirty. Yeah. And because twelve o'clock is, we're out of food. We just the fire. The about hundred cars just fly right through. They don't even I stop. Don't so it's terrific. And we really fill you up with a lot of good food. And then we have the drinks too, the seltzers and the yeah, and the sodas. We, and we the have Gatorades a great rep- reputation. Uh, uh, ben from uh, WMEX is uh, 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 teamed up with a um, distributor from. Littleton, I think they are, aren't they, Wolfie? Yeah, it's a PepsiCo distributor. PepsiCo distributor. They sent over 16 pallets wow. of seltzer water. Yeah. Each pallet must have had 30 or 40 cases of, yeah. of 24 beautiful bottles of seltzer water. They come every, every month now. Wow. And, 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 and Big and, Mike from New Hampshire drives it down. He got it from listening to the radio and said, it all came from listening to the radio. It doesn't seem like this is all a couple of us jerks. Makes this stuff happen. It really happens. You know, but, but thanks for coming on, Scotty, because you're, you're, you, you help. You're, you're like the last line of defense for some of these poor kids. Well, we, we try to be. You know, it's A lot of times we're kind of picking up the pieces. Sure. Um, you know, like I said, it's... Uh, by the time they get to us, we we try to get to them before it's a problem. But yeah. sometimes, you know, it's it's just a matter of trying to d- dig deep enough and figure out what the real issue is. And I can't tell you how many times these folks will come in with with all of these issues, and I'll ask them, you know, "Well, what are you getting for VA disability?" And they'll say, well, "Nothing." And mm. They just haven't applied. Yeah, you know, or maybe they tried to apply and got denied. And uh, but it's know. all different story now, perhaps for them, huh? To reapply, maybe the oh yeah, the 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 the, the landscape has changed a little bit, Scott. Somewhat, yeah. It's uh, 
I think the biggest change that we are seeing is there are some veterans that have uh, they were discharged maybe after their first or second deployment. They had a they had a period of honorable service, but then they were discharged after there was some traumatic event on one of their deployments. A weekly. Yeah. A week, yeah weekly, weekly, daily. Weekly traumatic, yeah. a, a daily yeah. uh, in some instances. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so there was, once again, undiagnosed, untreated PTSD, which then led to disciplinary issues. Right. Which gives you that discharge and, that is either less than honorable or dishonorable. Right, right. And now that is an issue for a veteran going forward. Exactly. Exactly. So. And that, that can cause problems going forward. Uh, and but there are ways around that when you apply. You can request a character of discharge determination and be found honorable for VA purposes. And then you'll get, you know, the full slate of benefits, not just a limited slate. Just uh, Scotty, you have such a a bag full of things that you can provide. I really hope that the that the VSOs are paying attention when your name comes up because I, I I know what it's like to 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 be in your last days of losing your home, yeah, and and there's it's it's hard to duplicate. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other serious issues, but that's a serious issue that can cause a lot of other problems down the line. I would imagine oh, doing absolutely. crazy, stupid things to fix today's problem, not worrying about tomorrow. Right, and that's why I always try to focus on getting folks into the system, get their VA disability rating, get that income boosted up a bit. If they qualify for Social Security, let's let's talk through that process and get that Social Security disability in there as well. It's beautiful. Because if you're a 100% service-connected veteran, even if you're single, no dependents, that's roughly 48000 a year tax-free. And then you add a Social Security disability and you know SSDI on top yep, of that. Yep. You're looking at potentially another thirty or forty thousand on top of that, also tax free. And to go from being a homeless veteran to having seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year tax free, that's a huge shift. Now there there are some dangers with that. Yeah. You know the and there's some strings to that. You have to. Follow the rules and and do the right thing. And yes, but especially if you're talking about a veteran that does have some uh, some substance misuse problems, yep. an influx of cash can be fatal. Sure. Right? So you need to make sure that you have the team there to support the veteran as that money comes in. But without that money and living in poverty, there are documented research-based findings of diseases and medical issues that stem almost entirely from the fact that you are homeless or you are living in poverty. Yeah. And that's that's why the VA loves to have us come in and assist and work on campus at these VA hospitals is because by doing this, by alleviating the poverty, we're also reducing the VA's need to provide health care. And Scotty, this isn't a problem of of that Taking too much money and bankrupting the system, is it? Yeah, you have plenty of money in your pocket. The the VA has plenty of money to go around. More than more more than enough, it seems. We don't have enough veterans to take advantage. Yeah, the 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 money is there for all of the veterans. Yeah, so don't worry about that. I made that same mistake myself. I waited ten years after I got out before I filed a claim because that's the way I was an NCO first, and then I became a warrant officer. And I was always taught, 
leadership comes last. Right. And I eat last. And I know the folks out there listening, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. Get in the system now. Okay. Even if you're rated at 0% for your disabilities, whatever, get in the system because the longer you wait, the harder it is to get the evidence. And that and that's the biggest thing that we found. We can yeah. Yep. The evidence says we need to have a, 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 a sponsor, uh, but uh, we want to we, let, let's that up on the other back side. On, on, on that. Yeah, signing up right right away. Larry, why don't you take us away here for the for our second break, and we'll be back after these messages with uh, Veterans Legal Services. Uh, finally. Uh, uh, we've been talking, uh, and now we're finally dancing. So uh, uh, welcome aboard, Scotty, and uh, Larry, uh, take it away, my friend. We'll be back after these messages. Well, 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 welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso here on uh, Veterans Legal Services Night, and uh, uh, here with Scott. Is it Scott Pitta? Pitta. Yeah. Pitta, Scott Pitta. Uh, from Veterans Legal Services, uh, uh, an Army Marine, heli- helicopter pilot. Uh, thank you very much for, for for doing what you did, and now you're back on the front lines, uh, uh, still helping out, Scott. Yes, yeah, I was Army, not Marines. No, you said Army. You said Army Marine. I was like, I was going to say, is that a new title? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not in control. Not in control. <laughs> I'm not in control. Don't put him behind a wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Greg still think it was the Army Air Force. So yeah, right. yeah it, it was it's one fair. of those. I saw John Wayne. That's what he said. That, that that's what they said on the on the uh, yeah. Guadalcanal Diary. So uh, uh, that's where we're coming from. But uh, Scotty, one of the things we were talking about at the break was uh, the um, uh, necessity for veterans to sign up for the VA. The day after, or the day they get discharged. What do you What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the sooner you do it, the better. But absolutely, you need to sign up within that first year after your discharge. And the the reason for that is it has to do with the retroactive pay for the benefits. If you sign up and you you apply for your disability within that first twelve month period, you'll get retroactive pay to the day after your day of discharge. If you wait and a year goes by and then you apply, you know, a year and a day later, you'll get retroactive to the day you apply. Oh, so you lose so, that year you didn't apply. So you lose that year. So there, there's that factor. There's yeah. the monetary factor. Yeah. Uh, but there's also the evidence factor. Sure. Every VA claim you do, you have to submit the medical evidence. You have to submit evidence that of an in-service injury. And I can go into a lot more detail on the requirements of a successful VA claim. But as time goes by, you lose that, that evidence. You know, maybe there was a witness to an event, uh, you know, somebody that you had deployed with who witnessed, you know, something that, that had happened or an injury that you had. Yeah. Uh, well, you lose touch with those those people, and then you need to get those witness statements. Yeah. Or you get out, they stay in, they go on another deployment, and, you know, God forbid something happens to them, and they're no longer available to you as a witness. You, know, you need the, that evidence to help support your claim. Well, wasn't there a big fire? It, was it in St. Louis recently yep. that a bunch of... It wiped everything no, out. It was, what, what, it was, it was 1973. 1973. It was our, that was our 73. 
Yeah, yeah was Susan, it that long ago? Yeah. It seems yeah. like yeah. yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Susan's dad was in that in, in, in right after so World War II. W2 in Korea pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was problematic. So uh, at least within that first year, so veterans' family members, you know, if you if you if your loved one is is overseas or, or or not around, but you're listening to our show, when they come back, make sure that you have you registered for the VA, even though they may not qualify for benefits that first day. They, 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 they bless you, Wolfie. Uh, uh, they still should register. Yeah. Well. First thing I always say is that the most common mistake that veterans will make is they try to do this alone. Like we said earlier in the program, there is free and high-quality help available at your your local VSO, whether it's VFW, DAV, uh, any of those service organizations out there. They all have representatives who can assist you. And with that's a not like a like a street. Lawyer, that yeah. oh, I know because I had my buddy did this, no, no, my buddy they did that. Have to be that. certified. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're actually really certified veteran services officers. I, I am, I am glad you brought that up because there are, mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it, there are attorneys out there that say they will help you do your claim. Uh, the fact is, federal law prohibits anybody from charging you to help you file a VA right. claim. If somebody charges you money to file a VA claim, run away. Do not deal with that person, okay? In order to help somebody with a VA claim, you have to be either a VA-accredited claims attorney like I am or a VA-accredited claims agent, all right? Those, those are the only two groups of people that can help you submit a claim because it is, it is very technical. Sure. And that's why I say don't, don't do it alone. No, I, I, yeah. I bet... You make two or three mistakes, it gets kicked out. You get have to start over again. You get all frustrated, and uh, you know you start eating your crayons instead of using them. So yeah. it's uh, yeah. it, it's it, 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 it's rough. I mean, all the paperwork just drives me crazy. So uh, right, and I can't there's... imagine if you if you're having some stress in the back of your mind. Oh, absolutely, real I mean, or it's... imagined. You know, I it took me. I still have appeals for my own claim that are still out there hanging. Uh, waiting to go before a judge, but it took me a good eight years, seven years to to full, get all the way up to a hundred percent. Wow! And wow. it's just constant wow. fighting. And I mean, I I've got two master's degrees in aeronautics and a law degree, and it was you know it, it was a lot of work. Sure, I can't imagine someone who's going through all of the stresses that you know. Somebody experiencing they homelessness. It. It's, they can't do it. It's just we too get, much Greg of a and I get the call. In, 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 yeah. We get the call all day long. I'm not doing it. I'm out. The new PACT Act. Everyone's a PACT Act. I believe. I got a few calls. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I went halfway through. They're out. Yeah. And that, and that doesn't need to be that way because there are people out there that will pick up this claim for you and do it absolutely free of charge. You know, I, I hate to say it. You know, I'm a legal aid attorney, but to file a claim, you don't really need an attorney. And I, I know a lot but of... But you do need somebody that knows what they're doing. You need somebody who knows what they're doing. Now, when you start talking about appeals and going before a judge, you might want to start thinking about, okay, it's time to talk to an attorney, and maybe that, that you know, 15 20%, 25% you know, fee on the, the retro is worth it. Now, we don't charge anything for our services because yeah. we're a legal aid organization. Yeah. Um, but... 
there are private attorneys out there that do it. And, you know, that when you're talking about going to that level, you probably want somebody who understands the legal system and how appeals work from an evidentiary and uh, and record, you know, establishing the record of facts below that you can then bring up on the appeal. And it gets very technical. I'm not going to bore you with all of but, that. But, but the sooner you get started... Yes. The sooner you start eating the elephant. Yes. You know, and it might not, and it might take you six months. Yes. It, to, to get all that together. Absolutely. Well, you've got to get all of your service records. You have to get yeah, that loan's going to take. But at the same time, the process can move along as long as you stay with it, and it and and you can't get discouraged. I have a lot of guys who said, "Oh, I lost on my first appeal." I'm like, "Yeah, I know, but that's a yeah. first appeal. They, they, they're going to deny you anyway. You need to go back and see what you didn't get." And if there are some good um, certified VSOs who have done appeals yeah. and who, who are very good at it. And I think that's the difference where a veteran who says, oh, I can fill it out. I did mine. I would tell him he may have done it, but his case depends. Yeah. 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 I would at least minimum with your VSO and, 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 a, and a certified VSO. Yeah. And then someone like yourself who works with veterans who's an attorney who's certified. Um, but the process can be long, but at the same time, it can move right along. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is is well worth putting it up, not only for yourself, but for your family as well, because this is, you know, it's going in the family pocket. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the benefits that are out there for uh, for widows of veterans, for the children of veterans, you know, I know when you're 100%, you know, my kids, when they go to college, they get a monthly stipend. You know, it's uh, I think it's fourteen eighty eight a month now that they get. Yeah, it's a lot different than what I. I, yeah. I, I, I want to ask you a, a, a question when we come back. I'm going to ask you off the break, and uh, at this point in time, uh, Larry, I think we need to take our last break here, don't we? Take our third break. So why don't we take it away, and we'll come back uh, after these messages uh, with Veterans Legal Services. Back everybody, Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. We need one of those simple forms, A, B, and C. That's yeah, it. that's it. Yeah. Th- that's it. Here but, we... then, but then we wouldn't need the attorney. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 oh, but I'm sure they can find something else uh, to do. I'm sure, he would. Uh, I'm sure there's another stone left uh, that needs to be uh, uh, overturned. But uh, uh, Scotty, thanks. You're doing a great job here, uh, helping out some real veterans, uh, some veterans that are in real. Real, real moments of despair. I do what I can, and, and you must feel good about about what you get when you see that success. Yeah, you know, most days it's uh, it can be a long, long haul. Yeah, uh, to try to get through and get some wins, but when you get the wins, they they carry us through. You know. Yeah, very nice, and and I know that we that that folks need to get started where they get started, when to get started. But you've already mentioned, Scotty, go to see your local VSO in your town. They're there, whether it's, Justin, you had mentioned the DAV or American Legion, they've all got uh, certified veteran services officers. And uh, not only are you going to get the Scott, you might get the five other Scots that you don't know exist. There might be some other pockets within the VA that you may uh, 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 qualify for, you may have not qualified years ago. 
but the series of circumstances of uh, are changing every day within the VA, and uh, uh, the PACT Act has been something. Uh, I I think that uh, uh, Justin, you're pretty yeah. familiar with that. Yeah, uh, the Vietnam Veterans America were one of the spearheading on that for the last twenty years, probably uh, working on that PACT Act, and and the, and the key goes back to. You, and you've said it, Scott, is you've got to get the veteran in the system. Yeah. It's no good standing on the sidelines looking in. Um, you've got to walk through those doors. Like I said, you start with 0%, and you see the doctors, you get evaluated, you bring all that information forward, and you move from there. And even if you don't get um, a 10 or 20, if you're healthy, God love the veterans who are still healthy. At least you're in the system. So if you do 10, 20, 30 years later develop some sy- symptoms... You're in the system, and you're not afraid of it. You, you've, you know, you, you, you're known to the veterans, the, the VA. So. That, you know, that's perfect timing because the the coffee um, tomorrow is the Hull uh, Veteran Coffee, and we have a hat trick going on. We got Dave Hinka from VA Healthcare. We got Karen Paulette from Marshfield, who gets them all the different health things. She's not tied to one. And then we have Kevin Burrell on there, who's the Brockton Vet Center. Oh, so we got a hat trick. Oh, God. I know we're Kevin. Gonna have, uh, we're gonna have, I know Kevin. Yeah, he's, he's everybody knows he's, Kevin. He's the little guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah he's guy. about 6'10. Yeah. Yeah. He weighs about 400 pounds. I just yeah. sit here the whole time and <laughs> keep hitting him. He doesn't yeah. even look up. <laughs> <laughs> you can look up when I hit you at least. Make me feel good. And what time's that coffee tomorrow? 9 o'clock. And it's at the Saltwater club on three fitzpatrick way right by the holly yard club in the town pier and seriously that they're, they're all three are going to be there and they all look at it from a different way but it's just what justin was saying and just what you were saying we got to get you in the system right well so, you got dave you said you got dave hanker yeah director of uh, outreach for the va healthcare system city yeah. of boston yeah nobody is any better or knows more than dave he gets everybody in then you've got kevin burrow no, uh, Karen Paulette. Uh, Karen Paulette yeah, is the is the Marshfield VSO. Yeah, Deborah Sampson Award winner. Yeah, she's uh, great. Uh, and her and along with Lisa Potts, yep. uh, the dynamic duo that would kick any two veterans' ass <laughs> yeah. that I, I bet on them. I, I love no. watching them say no to her the first time. I go, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Hold my beer. Yeah. Holy smokes. And, and then who's your third guy? Uh, uh, Kevin Barlow. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. No, uh, uh, Kevin... Why'd yeah. you just make me forget that? <laughs> Burr, yes. I'm Kevin sorry. Burrow. I thought you was, yes. Kevin yeah, Burrow. from from the uh, Brockton now. Uh, the, the, the Vet Center. Center. The Brockton Vet Center. He's going to parachute in. <coughs> Boy, um, and, 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 if, and there's no three people that's the that best. you could gather that, that you, you can ask them almost anything. Yeah. So what we're doing is, of course, one of my close friends is, is ridiculous. His grandpa Chester was a Normandy guy. Says, we're all a little bullheaded. So one of the, our good friends absolutely is not in the VA healthcare, Vietnam. Absolutely won't go in. So his kid called me up. I coached his kid in soccer. You probably refereed the kid. He says, coach, what are we going to do? I said, well, I'll go right to his house, drag him in. So his son is taking off from work tomorrow picking him up at his house and driving him down here. So it takes that. It's not an email. It's not yeah. a post on the bulletin you know, board. It's somebody dragging his butt right down there. He's going to be dragged down there. I've got a local veteran in Westport. We do a coffee every week um, on Fridays. But um, same thing. I Actually, his son took the day off to bring, to bring him yeah. to our meeting. And uh, it's just getting him in the door, understanding that, you know, the, 
Yeah, once they're there, it'll yeah. be fine because it's all vets. The only vet missing, of course, is Jimmy Richmond. We miss you, Jimmy. We love you. But everyone else is there, and that, it's like a lobster trap. As soon as you walk through the door, you can't get back out. Yeah, again. but you don't want to get out. No. They're happy. Once they're there, they go, sign me up. Look, look at the volunteers, Wolfie, that we, that we have here every uh, once a month. They come yeah. from New Hampshire. They come from Milford. They come from yeah. all over the country. Yeah. Why? Why? Because it feels be good. It. Yep. And we sneak we sneak them into the system too. No one's immune. Greg and I sneak them all in. And, and you know that social aspect. I, I got to speak right, right now, just just quickly about a, a, a friend of mine. The referees basketball. He's a senior guy. He's in his seventies, and uh, he um, took a, a spill the other night during my basketball game. Fell face first, broke his nose, and um, it 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 it's. His time has come to, unfortunately, to go to the next step, and and we're all going to the next step on a, on a day by day basis. But to have folks like Karen Paulette, Dave Henker, all these great, great, great people that are out there, and Scotty, you're not so bad yourself. We'll, 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 uh, I'm trying. Put you in well, that you're a lawyer, so <laughs> we, we we gotta you know you you got some up, you got a plus and minus, but. Yeah. Hey, we you got here anyway. We need him. You, we need you, him. you got here and you know what? We'll you get know. to there next month. We'll get to to the coffee. So, so it's it's um at the Saltwater Club, three P- Fitzpatrick Way, and it starts at nine o'clock in the morning. We Where start is with it. Fitzpatrick Way. It's just before the Lifesaver Museum. It's where the Hull Yard. It's Club just the is. main road going towards Hull Yard, yeah, right? Go like you were going to the Hull Lifesaver Museum, and it's on the left hand side. Two buildings it, before it's Town Pier and everything. Yeah. 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 And and if you go if you fall in the gut, yeah, stop. Uh, sorry, we can't help you from yeah. from from there. If you well, the Coast Guard's there. Yeah. Doug Arena will come back <laughs> yeah. and pull them out. That's my granddaughter from the Coast Guard Academy. But so, yeah, I just want to follow up that I, it's so important, especially this time of year, um, where isolation uh, after the holidays are over. Uh, really, for veterans to get out, whether it's the, this coffee, uh, another coffee, uh, whether it's a fundraiser. Just veterans to get out and and be able to be with other veterans. It's so important for the mental health. Loneliness oh, sucks. It, it really does. And Loneliness um, you, sucks. You can be alone, but you you know you don't want to be lonely, and and that's a trigger. So we need and 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 if you are feeling alone, and maybe you're not feeling like things are going well, you can pick up the phone. You can always call nine eight eight for veterans at the prompt at the prompt press one, and you're going to get to talk to a. A, a, a certified counsel who's going to listen, and I think Greg, you said, or, or Jenny said that it was ninety-eight percent resulted or a fine after that call. They don't need to go any further, and um, it, it, so the system is working. And with nine eight eight, I mean that's another we can all remember. That's that, you know that, even that, even yeah no, even the three of us can remember. He's looking at you, Wolf. Even Wolf can remember nine eight eight. I may have a problem at the prompt press one, but but he'll get that. But it's so important that, you know, like I said, it's, it's between the holidays, before the good weather gets here. And I know a lot of the guys kind of getting those blues feeling. But we need to make sure that our veterans are out there and, and they need to get out. And it's not much. You come out, go to a coffee or something and just hide to someone and you see them. They just they just light up. Yeah, and, and, and the how one is really welcoming. Greg and I started the whole thing with Chuck. And we all tell some jokes. We have a comedy time. 
you know, we play taps and mention who was not this. That really brings everyone together. Then we all sing Pooley, the national anthem. You know, we play it all out. And that really sets the tone. It makes everybody comfortable. It makes everybody, you know, it's it's like a comfort type of situation. And everyone laughs. Everybody jokes. When, and is, when we sneak in those the hat trick of those superstars, as Greg says, our job is to trick the veterans into getting the services that they earned and deserve. So come on down. Let us trick into that. Have some laughs. Come just like Justin says. It's really important to get to be and it's welcoming no signing up no anything you walk through the door get a coffee get a laugh and you don't have to do anything zero nobody's going to take your name nobody's going to force you to sign up or or to hack you with uh emails uh till uh the day after you die it's uh you just got to be there and they're all about a seinfeld show they're all about nothing Yeah. Now that you have a couple of guests coming in that'll make right. some little whatever, some little comments about, you know, go go get your, your prescription medicine or, or the VA will give you eyeglasses or yeah, hearing aids hearing just aids, to remind yeah. you yeah. that maybe you didn't qualify a few years ago, but maybe the maybe you're making less money now. Right. And maybe maybe the whole situation has changed. It depends. It, it depends. It, and, you know, and, and, it depends. And, and even further, if if you don't have to be homeless to meet with people like Scott, you don't want to wait until you're homeless. You know, so get into the VA. They have social workers. Talk to them. Tell them, hey, I got some needs. Who do I need to talk to? And and you're on your way. You know, it's uh, it, it's that journey. It's a long journey. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't wait until the judge signs the order of eviction before you come in and talk to us. Right. Come to yeah. us when your landlord starts telling you they're not going to re-up your lease. That's when you want to come in and talk. Oh, to before you. your boss fires you. Yeah. Yeah. You're missing yeah. work. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's all that preemptive stuff. Yeah. And, and that's what even going to the VA and getting that zero percent. It's preemptive. Yeah. You want to get in there ahead of time. You can't start the process soon enough, Scott. That's what I get from you tonight. Absolutely. The day and after the year after you the, get out. Yeah. The you know like the coffees and things like that. I, I just wanted to throw in. Uh, Next you know, they'll come down to Hull and, and yeah. beat, beat everybody yeah. over the head with that and stuff. Well, we, for me, the benefit is there are things that we can talk to fellow veterans about that we can't talk to civilians right. about. No. And it always reminds me of uh, – I'll try to make this quick. I know we're on time. But um, when I was a little kid, I come from a very big family. And we always have these big Christmas parties. We actually fill a VFW hall with the entire family. Wow, wow. And – uh, you know, my grandfather and all of my my great uncles, all World War II vets. And at this Christmas party every year, they'd all be kind of over it on their own yeah. table. And, you know, I, I'd get a gift of a toy or something. I want to show it off to my grandpa. And I'd go, hey, grandpa, look at this. And all of their conversations would just come to a stop. And he'd, you know, oh, that's really nice. Okay, now go yeah. on. <laughs> and I'd leave and they'd go back to talk. And it, it didn't occur to me. Until after I came back and I'm at the same Christmas party years later as a combat vet with my cousins who are also vets. Could be a Twilight Zone movie. And yeah. You're at it yourself. Yeah. It it was just. 30 years from now. We could have our conversations about what we experienced overseas. But when other family members would come in, you know, we would stop. And it, it was just amazing. At that point, I realized how important it is to be able to just sit and talk with other vets about our experience without that judgment. Well, folks, unfortunately, Jimmy, we love you.